Why, hello, and welcome to another episode of Yo, What the Hell? We took a bit of a bye week off, kind of like college football, but we're back, and my name is Whiskey, and this is my illustrious co-host. Uh, I'm still Bravo, it me. <laughs> it absolutely is you. And, uh, yeah, uh, Feliz Cinco de Mayo, uh, little paddlehead army, at least on the day we're recording. I was going to commit to the bit and try to do it in Spanish, but that's too many big words for me. Yeah, there was a lot of R rolling, and I heard it off off of recording, and it was special. Like, you tried. I'm giving you points there. Like, I can't do French at all. So. Ho, ho, ho. You just have to act really pretentious. I can't do the guttural. This like the Calabasita can do like French really well. She can do all the pronunciation well, and she can. I mean, she can read books in it, but it's like I mean, she has a minor in this shit. But every time I do French, the the RG thing just like I don't know. I guess I'm not flimmy enough or some shit. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're Jewish like me, bro. Like <laughs> our whole language is based on flim. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yiddish is a very special. <laughs> Special language, which we should talk about Yiddish one day. Yiddish is fascinating. And it it's is. fascinating that they made the choice to not use Yiddish as the national language in Israel. Like, that's always just blown my mind. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It is like you make an artificial language that no one has spoken. <laughs> and decide that this artificial version of this ancient language is now your language. Instead of using the thing that's right there that, like, you know, half of your population used. Yeah, I mean. And, you know, doing a genocide. Well, yeah, but that's even, that's top even, of after the, even after the bad time, like there was still like half of the Jewish people after 1945 spoke Yiddish. Oh, no, I meant I meant Israel doing a genocide. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the oppressed became the oppressor. Yeah, it's kind of the story of colonial states. Like you just become the bad guy. Like you start out as the good guy and then you become the baddies. We did it. Australia did it. <laughs> Israel did it. Arguably, Japan kind of did it. Yeah, it's just baddies all around. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> big yawn. I feel you. And so yeah, we're here to discuss how the world's. No, really depressing place today, little platypus army. Like, really depressing. Yeah. And in that all, all that depression, there's a lot of weird, not good shit that has fallen through the cracks. And we feel like folks should be told and illuminated about this weird shit that has fallen through the cracks that soon will be coming to you, good folks. Or maybe you live in a state where it's already came to you. Yeah, we're just slowly creeping towards fascism it's uh yeah. cool and good yeah i feel like i've always really loved the spanish like republic and the disaster it's a it's a fantastic historical period to read about in the spanish revolution and the spanish civil war absolutely fascinating and i always liked reading about it i'm not sure that i'm ready to live it but great thing to read about <laughs> yeah yeah it's jesus christ but uh, yeah 
yeah, let's uh, let's let's do some bright and cheery catching up. Yeah, how have you been like recently, good sir? Oh man, I was gonna have you go first, but since you're putting that ball in my court, oh yeah, I threw, I passed it to you before. Mm, I intercepted that shit. You sure did. Uh, I'm all right. The summer semester starts tomorrow, so by the time this is up, yay. Uh, I'm done after this, so end of July, baby, and I will theoretically have my degree. Good. Hopefully, so you're going to apply for grad school or or law school, or are you just going to get out there in the market and hate yourself? Or uh, I'm going to try to do law school. I need to start doing LSAT shit, but I've been lazy as fuck. Dope. I need to start studying and, like, you know, doing all that, but... On a more fun note, uh, I ran a 5K in the last time that we did this. I did that on Mother's Day, so that was fun. Uh, it sucked, and by it sucked, <laughs> I mean it was it was a lot of running, uh, but it was fun. Uh, I have another one that I'm doing on July 4th, so that's cool. Uh, and then I'm currently two. I just started my third week on a half marathon training plan. And I signed up for a half marathon and 5K in November. Because I hate myself. <laughs> so that's uh, fun. You're improving yourself, sir. You're improving yourself. It's That's what I try telling myself, bro. But, like, my whole existence is just soreness. <laughs> from, like, running and lifting weights to be able to run better and not get hurt. It's just all soreness. Okay. All right, that sucks. I, oh, yeah, yeah. You know I've been lifting more weights, but it's like not running. I don't I don't run. See, I'm, I'm going to fucking tell you, bro. I gaslit myself into liking it. I'm going to do the same to you. It's not going to work. You say that. I'm going to clockwork orange your ass. Mm-mm. I'm like a big, stubborn, dumb bull. It's not going to work. <laughs> I'm just going to snort at you, sir. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see what else. Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I found a cool anime. It's just literally like a detective anime where it's like you're straight, you know, typical cop, and the other cop is literally just a rich dude and throws money at all the problems. And it's like, man, who would have ever thought of such an insane concept of money solving all these issues? Well, you know. It can do that. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Just only sometimes. Like, you know, all the problems in my life would, have, would usually have been solved by money. <laughs> I agree, honestly. All the problems in your life probably would have been solved by money. Yep. Everything but dead dad. That's a, It's a money problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's really nothing money can do at that point. I mean, I think about it a lot of times. Like, even though it's ridiculous, like, and even though I think it's foolish, like, I kind of get that Batman's superpower is just money. Like he's a smart dude with a shit ton of money. He can you can fix a lot of weird shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd rather Batman than Elon Musk. That's for sure. Well, you, I honestly believe in my heart, it's not even a bit or a joke, that Elon Musk is one terrible event in his life away from becoming Lex Luthor or like Lex Luthor. Dude, he's already doing that after he and 
I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know her name. Um, uh, Grimes. Gr- yeah, I. I don't. I don't follow any of that. But Grimes, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's becoming Lex Luth- Lex Luthor now that they've divorced. That's yeah, why I he's get doing it. the heel turn of being a Republican now. Well, I think he's doing that because it's coming out that he keeps showing his penis to people. Like that too, and being with good, Jeffrey Epstein allegedly. Good lord, can you? I can't imagine the balls on that man and like the weird ego he must have. Like he is ugly, like an ugly man, objectively an ugly man. And just assume because you have a lot of money that women will want to see your penis, like unannounced, just like, oh, hey, have you seen my Johnson? Like, why? <laughs> Power? Weird apartheid South African things, maybe? I don't know, like... <laughs> apartheid South African? It's like, ah, oh, I can't own blood emeralds anymore, but I can show you my penis, ladies. <laughs> That's what I figure. I mean, it's like with every British person being a turf. Like, every white South African... Probably has some apartheid shit going on in their closet. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, yeah, no big deal. We owned this weird thing. Yeah, it happens. Uh, but enough. yeah, how how have you been, sir? Um, really tired, but mostly good. I'm just having problems sleeping, as per usual. I'm car shopping, which is fun. Um, I think I've settled with the the Kia Rio. Is what I think. I've never owned a non-American car, but American cars have two problems. If they're very affordable, they have shitty engines. But if they have a good engine, they are over $25,000, and I do not want to pay $25,000 for a vroom vroom. Yeah, that's fair. So I think I'm leaning towards Kia. I was looking at Hyundai's, but Hyundai's... um, seem to have transmission issues in a lot of the models that I like. So I'm not touching anything that has a transmission issue. I still need to go see and see if I could fit in a Kia Rio like comfortably. Yeah. Uh, I think I can because I think there's sedan size, which means my giant frame won't, you know, be squished like a sardine. That's true. I don't know. That'd be I'm just so used to you driving your dead car and now here you are going to confuse me and I know something else. It's going to be less confusing than driving around in the middle-aged man car. Like since I've been driving around in the middle-aged man car from my, that I've been borrowing from my mother, like that's, that's been really weird. Like, I mean, it has a lot of trans, I mean like quickness and pick up and go and I can be very aggressive driving, but it, it still feels weird. Oh, I bet. I bet. God. Maybe my my penis might be too like long to be driving it. Actually, like it's too too fancy. It's it's a what is that? A charger? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's it's a nice big car, but yeah. See, yeah. see, I I'm the opposite. I want like a fucking smart car, but. They're expensive, though. They're like 40K. Yeah, and they're not making them anymore. At least they're not selling them in the U.S. anymore, like from the manufacturer. But I digress. We'll oh, back to you. Um, yeah, otherwise, I've, you know, I've been doing stuff like I've been reading stuff about Islamic philosophy. Um, oh, that's cool. Which 
I really like this philosopher. He's, I think he's a professor in Pennsylvania, and he's uh, Michael Muhammad Knight. He he wrote a bunch of books when he was younger that are very Sufi based, and he's kind of like an Islamic um, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, interesting. So I really enjoy him, and I found this at the library. It's like I will read him wax, uh, read a book by him waxing poetic about. Islamic philosophy that sounds great to me and it's been pretty good read because I picked up that and I picked up a book about um Santa Muerte which we might cover come fall time because the saint of death yep Santa Muerte is an interesting subcult that's growing in in Mexico in the cartel Mm -hmm. I mean not just the cartel though um apparently I've learned that Santa Muerte is often taken up as a saint by um like prostitutes nighttime taxi drivers um all just all forms of sex workers strippers um i mean obviously cartel members sometimes police forces even though they are highly discouraged against it it's actually sometimes you will get fired from your force for having like medals of santa muerte or like if you have a prayer candle and someone finds it which is God interesting. Damn. Well, the the cartels have so like embraced and adapted the idea of Santa Muerte that um, the police say the worst cartels in Mexico for them to deal with are members that subscribe to Santa Muerte because they feel like they have divine protection from the saint. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're more ballsy and they're more unpredictable. And so they go real hard at trying to stomp this out whenever they find it in criminal organizations. Yeah, I bet. It's it's, it's fascinating. Like, it is a fascinating and bizarre topic, and I loves it. Huh. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched any many cartoons recently. Um, I've been watching Shaman King again. I picked that back up, and it's... Oh, there's a lot of it. And it's beautiful and... Shaman King. <laughs> I've never seen that show. It's fun. It's a fun Japanese romp. Nice. Oh yeah, we we went and got tacos yesterday and ran into my little brother, which was funny. That was that was really funny. Very was funny. The... Gosh, man, my stomach was though so messed up that whole night yesterday night. Yeah, tacos Good probably Lord. didn't help. Yeah, I just I just think. Ugh, when when it gets messed up that bad, it's just a bad time. Yeah. No bueno. Digressing. Let us move on. So, the first we're going to move on to news articles this week that we feel like have been missed and are disgustingly underrated in our current political climate. And the first thing we're looking at is the case of a gunman in what it was Wisconsin who murdered a retired judge. Yeah, and this is not good. Uh, just gonna gonna put that out there. Uh, he he murdered the retired judge and also had uh, the governor of Michigan. Uh, oh. Gretchen Whitmer and Wisconsin's Tony Evers too. 
He had both oh. of them on a list. Fantastic. And this is the second plot that I know of involving something involving Governor Whitner. Whit- yeah. Whitmer, what, excuse me. What is it with a Rust Belt being just absolutely fucking unhinged the last few years? Like, these people are, like, attempting to do Japanese-style assassinations of <laughs> on sitting officials, and it is yeah. Uh Also on that list were was Mitch McConnell. It's, uh, yeah, obviously not a good precedent to start murdering judges. Oh, but um, this, is, this is an inevitability. As we slide into the breakdown of American society due to our bizarre media system and social media and the manipulation of the internet, which none of us were ready for the internet. Like, no. it's cool that we can do this, but none of us were ready for the internet as a species and, and a society. Wasn't this the second? This is like the second judge that's been murdered in the past two years because there was another one like a couple years ago that like yeah. everyone stopped the, talking about. The one in New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Someone like killed her and her kid. Yep. Or no, it wasn't. It might not have been the judge. It might have been the judge's husband and her son were shot. Oh yeah, that's that's what it was. I'm sorry. But they they were going to try to kill her, and they just you know found this. But yeah, like to to the point. uh, Murdering judges is uh, not good. No, not good at all. And. This was a 56-year-old man who did the killings, and damn it, this is an interesting thing that you are going to see, I believe, older, more hopeless, and misguided people start doing. And it's the perfect, like, lone wolf bullshit. Yeah, I mean, and according to this article, like, this is, ooh, this is kind of graphic. They zip-tied him to a chair and shot him. Like, that's not just, like, you know, a run-of-the-mill, like, assassination. That's, like, straight-up, like, premeditated. Well, I mean, all assassinations are premeditated, I feel like, uh, to some degree. Um, But, yeah, no, like, that's, like, a whole other level where you zip-tie a motherfucker to a chair. Oh, yeah, this is, God, this is nuts. This is, like, um, gangland shit. And my thing, though, is this, it says that the the murderer has an extensive criminal and prison record dating back to at least two decades. So what, what doesn't get me is, like, how do they get a gun? We're supposed to not let violent felons have these things. <laughs> I mean... There's so many felons with guns, though. Like, it's just, it's it's always going to be an issue. Like, Google, oh. given the pervasiveness of guns in America, like. Oh, I know. But, man, it should be, like. It could be a lot harder for these guys to get these things. Well, no, because that's infringing on the Second right, my, Second Amendment right, my dude. Oh, I know. And to, I, I'm just a commie. Hey, hey, you know that is a misinterpretation of that political statement to say you're just a commie about not liking guns. <laughs> I am offended because I am not a and I am not a liberal on this. <laughs> but even though I really like guns and I and I'm not getting rid of them, I would not participate in a buyback. Would not participate in a buyback at all. I understand why people want to have a buyback, 
and guns are scary and people do scary things with them. But mm, I saw a Confederate flag yesterday. <laughs> and as long as I see things like Confederate flags, the occasional swastika, mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, no, I, I I can I can agree with that sentiment. Uh but no immediate danger in investigators are saying there's no immediate danger to the public. Yeah, that's scary. That's also I think a scary thing from the police to say that this is, doesn't set a dangerous precedent. That would be like saying that there's no immediate danger to the man who shot up folks shopping for groceries because they weren't white. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah. Uh, and like, God, that's just like, how many mass shootings have there been in the past week? It's over, it's over a dozen. Yeah. I think we're at the point where it's going to get like really bad. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And that's why I honestly, Hardly believe we are sliding very quickly to, um, you know, post-Republic Spain, <laughs> where lots of people will go on and live their normal lives, but also lots of segments of the population will be like, and there was a car bombing in Cleveland today. And we'll just have to deal with it. Yeah, no, it's... um. Really not cool, man. Like, uh, not good. It's always weird to me, too, like, all these weird, like, whenever these things happen, like, who these people, these, like, obviously slightly deranged and either broken in the brain or mentally ill people, like, decide to lock in on? (laughs) Like why did why did he go after a retired judge? Like what what's what did this I don't think it even says like why his motivation Like what the motive was, yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't. I mean, I get maybe he's up the being upset about elected officials who are in office right now, but why non elected or or retired people? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he was he'd been elected the judge and 04 2010 and 2016 so i'm assuming like he would have retired in 2020 or so uh but yeah no like dude was a lieutenant colonel in the army reserves too so like you killed a military person congrats bro don't you love the military They shouldn't. The military is technically a principle of communism that has been added to regular society that liberals and conservatives have wrapped themselves in. I mean, it's one of the original tenets. It's in Marx's original book. That's one of the things that people like Karl Marx and other utopian Marx, or not Marxist, um, communards in Europe were saying that, hey, it's kind of bad that the kings and rich guys keep making private armies. Shouldn't we have a federal army to protect the people made up of the people? So we're not just hiring like Hessians from Prussia or hiring random people from the steppes to come in and do goonery. (laughs) 
No, yeah, that that makes sense. So the more you know, embrace tradition and reject modernity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, murdering judge is bad. Yeah, yeah, generally, murdering old people who aren't doing anything. I mean, especially <laughs> as something that's like a political, oh, intimidation tactic. Not a not a good not a good look. No, it's really not. All right, I think we should move on to our next story. Uh, And this is Ohio passing a bill that would ban transgender female athletes from playing female-only sports. Uh, This is in conjunction with, I think, the bill that just passed today or yesterday, uh, where they just get to inspect a kid's genitals if they're performing too well. Yeah. So... What this the is fuck? a conjunction, which, man, something weird is going on in the Rust Belt. Like, well, the same kind of bill passed here. The in in regards to saving women's sports in Oklahoma. So. Oh yeah, no, I remember that. But man, the the genital thing takes it to a whole nother creepy level that I can't see how anyone can say this is a good idea, and I kind of don't understand why Democratic like elected officials aren't just coming out and saying in arguments that and asking their Republican colleagues, are, are you a pedophile? Do you want to see children be molested? Cause that's, what's going to happen. Well, and I think like, uh, this podcast that I like, uh, cool people who do cool th- stuff, uh, from cool zone media, uh, they made the point on the show that this, is like we're slowly like edging towards like a genocide against trans people and this is like it's not it's gonna happen like overnight type thing but like it's slowly like eroding you know like the um pillars if you will of like support and that's something that i i think is uh happening like with all these like it's we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna see an increase in violent, you know, anti-trans violence, and then it's just boom, like it's gonna start happening. Well, yeah, I mean that that makes total sense. It's God, it makes total sense. And you saw, like, I think there was a case that happened a few weeks ago where some guy um, slept with some lady who ended up being a post-transition woman, and like some friend made found out and made fun of him and he wouldn't just stab the lady for no fucking reason. What the fuck? Because, you know, his friends made fun of him. Yeah. No, they're they're trying to frame this as a fairness issue for women, which I that's just stupid when you're also the party that's taking away like right to choice, right to choose. So like talk about fairness for women, am I right? Uh, but yeah, no, I feel like, I don't know, like I'm certainly not a woman or a trans person, but I feel like they, the politicians are making it more of a big deal than the average person is. I feel like the average person does not give a fuck. Well, they shouldn't. And if they do, it's literally just because politicians like people like Chowder, Crowder, whatever the fuck that asshole's name is, who just like hammer on this over and over again. It's like this, you're talking about less than 1% of the population. Do you really honestly think that's going to affect you in any way in your life yeah and it says in this article that there is one trans 
girl currently participating in high school sports in the entire state. Yeah, like, and who knows what sport that is? Yeah, that poor fucking girl. Like, she's going to be subjected to all this bullshit. Exactly, and that's not what this is going to end. This is going to end, though, with, like, you know, like, you are a little black girl from Cincinnati, and you do real good at insert sport here, and some upset asshole parent is going to say, well, she's a man. Yeah. And then they're going to have to go do this rapey-sounding genitalia inspection. Like, it's not uh, just that either. They, like, do, like, they do blood tests to make sure testosterone levels are, too, are, like, low enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker, are you really serious here? Like, people's estrogen and testosterone is, like, that's a really complex, like, chemical that is not in any way, like, able to be balanced by people's chromosomes. And it's, it's, it's really frustrating <laughs> dude they're gonna start measuring skulls god they would love that so this bill uh would also prohibit the state or any organization from processing a complaint uh begin begin an investigation or take any adverse action against a school or school district for maintaining separate single sex interscholastic athletic teams mm-hmm. or sports uh so pretty much they're just like nah you 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 just have to deal with this like you can't you can't do that like nice. that's so stupid i swear to god i hope that <laughs> i was going to say i hope this makes like some transgender like boy or girl grow into the joker in like fucking cleveland <laughs> but <laughs> yeah no it's um really shitty like uh sports are like all about inclusion like that's it's really fucking stupid and it's kind of tangentially related the whole bullshit with what the rays did with pride and how they handled that uh i don't know if you saw that but they had like pride patches for their uniforms and like it was like the whole team was supposed to wear it and some of the other some players didn't and just like hid behind their Christian faith about it and, like, made a big deal about it. And it's just, like, man. Shout out OutSports. OutSports is, like, actually, like, really fucking legit. Not saying they weren't to begin with, but I I, I love their shit. Oh, someone should have beat someone's ass then in the dugout. Like, they should have had full-blown... I'm not even, like, lying. There should have been full-blown fistfights. And... <laughs> yeah. Like, that's no, not... It's... That has nothing to do with your faith, you know? It's... it's so it's very probable that any one of jesus or his disciples did some homosexual activity very probable because they lived in a roman society and roman society before the interjection of um catholicism in like the 15 or 1600s like before catholicism really took over europe and like really fleshed out what it was um romans just stuck dicks in holes just dicks yeah. and holes. It yeah. Was, it was a cool, good time. Like, it's like, oh, hey, I can get it hard. I can fuck you. And that's that's what they did. Yeah. Like, it's... So it's very likely that some of them did some gay shit. Yeah. Good for them if they did. Yeah. Whatevs. Especially um, Paul. Yeah, Paul, I think Paul was the one who was a Greek 
from Anatolia or Turkey. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what else could get hard? What? Tell uh, me what else could get hard, sir. The Spanish porn actor's pee-pee, because that's the next uh, segue into this story. And I, I love this story, and just, I feel like people just need to know what happened, because it's it's a weird doozy. Um, it's bad. It's what a, a Spanish porn star has been charged with murder and a photographer's toad venom death. Which, wow, we say Nacho Bedell. And I'll say this man's name because I think this is just a, you know, a dumb accident. <laughs> We're like, yeah, you killed somebody because you guys did something fucking stupid. And Bedell is accused of killing the photographer, Jose Luis Abad, by giving him Colorado River toad venom during a 2019 shaman ritual at his house yeah this is just nuts like yeah this is nuts apparently like i I, i've never even heard of this toad and apparently it's a rare toad from north mexico and the southern u.s which i'm gonna look it up right now because i want to know if this rare toad lives here but people have been known to distill this toad's venom down to make a psychedelic drug and in this case, Videl gave it to his friend Abad to help with a ritual to cure his cocaine addiction. Which, isn't that the most European reason and Dude, European he was just, thing? He was just trying to help his bro out. Like, come on. Who among us hasn't given a person psychedelic toad venom to cure them from coke? Like, oh, That's true. Let, you know, he without saying cast the first stone. Like, come on. It's just so wild. Colorado River Toad. Like, I can't... I mean, it's so wildly European. The fact that the guy had an addiction to Coke, that's super European-sounding to me. It's like, I don't... I've known a few Americans who've done Coke, and they're usually, like, involved in kitchen work or raves. But I don't know many... Or I don't know if I've ever met anyone who is an active, actively cocaine addicted. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Opiates, yeah. Cocaine, no. Yeah, we have opiate problems in this country. And I math. like how... Oh, yeah, God. I like how the last line of this article is like, oh, by the way, he's starred in over 600 films per reports. Jeez, yeah, films. <laughs> Actually, when I was looking for the story, I couldn't remember like his name, so I typed in just real keywords real quick, and then it showed me a bunch of blurred pictures. That's all I got was just blurred pictures of my image shirt, and it's like <laughs> I fucking found the guy. <laughs> That's how I knew, sir. I found the news story. <laughs> God. But yeah, so the Colorado River Toad, also known as the Sonoran Toad. Yeah, it only lives in the Sonoran Desert. So we're talking Arizona. Um, and the state of Sonora. So just two states, two countries. Bada bing, bada boom. God. Don't let the hippies in Boulder find out about this Colorado River toad. They'll be like, oh, bro, let's lick toads. God damn it. That's gross. Oh, apparently these toads commonly kill and paralyze dogs. 
because dogs will try to eat them and bada bing, bada boom, dead. Huh, but raccoons have figured out this is interesting. Raccoons have learned that by pulling the toads away from water sources by their back legs and turning it on their back, they can start eating the belly first. And this strategy keeps the poison glands from secreting into the raccoon and killing the raccoon. Huh. Raccoons, man. They're fucking brilliant. Love those they little pandas. They are. God, trash pandas are great. I know. They really, like, why we don't use them as a national animal is beyond me. Like, National animals, forget the fucking bald eagle. I just want a trash panda on everything and a fucking buffalo on everything. I'm good. Dude, can't forget our only. Can't forget about our only marsupial, the possum. Oh, I know, but that's 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 not for the, every American. That's special uh... to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade <Dude>. possums, <laughs> they're not for everyone. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, no, um, this, this is just insane. And the judge ruled that he failed to take precautions, uh, just in case, you know, things went wrong. And the judge noted that the venom is not recognized by Spanish health officials for medical use, which I feel like that's a nice caveat to throw in there. Yeah, well, I feel like that also gives the caveat, though, that almost gives this man an out. Because in my mind, what that means is that the Spanish medical system does not have anti-venom for it so even if he got to the, the hospital he would still be fucked it's kind of like whenever in america you get the weird snake people and occasionally they'll get bit by a weird rare snake that we don't have in the states and we don't have that anti-venom regularly out there like if you get bit by a um any kind of rattlesnake or like a copperhead you're you're going to be fine as long as you get to a hospital because they have the anti-venom but if you get bit by like some sort of weird fucking cobra you could be fucked if you're not near the right university. Yeah. No, and, like, even now, like, I think, like, I read somewhere that, like, some, like, places aren't going to be carrying anti-venom any, like, longer because there's, like, it's not, like, I hate to use the word cost-effective for them, but that's the only, like, it's not, like, practical, I guess. You know, that them. would be fine if every state agreed to have one university medical system have a shit ton of these things on file like in here in oklahoma like the ou's medical system in my mind then should have to have all or a fuck ton of different anti-venoms that are weird at ou in the city or just like in texas like ut should or whoever is the most medically like up and up school in texas should have that shit on lock somewhere i'm gonna go ahead and say that's a bad idea to have it centralized because like if you're in bfe how the fuck are you going to get to norman or the city before you die that is true and i get that but that's only if they want to get rid of it at all these places like one no, place yeah. should guarantee yeah. that they're going to have it all i'm not saying everyone should get rid of it but there should be one place and probably a university health center that says that hey we're going to have it all, so if you get rid of it, we can help you out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I mean, because, yeah, I, I think it's also stupid, too. Like, you know, in Oklahoma, we have, I, we looked it up today, so I know this fact off my head, we have seven venomous snakes. And damn no. it, all of our hospitals should have the anti-venom for all seven of those. At yeah, least enough mouth. to cure one person. Cotton Dude, it's mouth like, and 
rattlesnakes. Yeah, it's like four or five different rattlesnakes and like cottonmouths and something else that was weird. <laughs> Luckily, we live in the part of the state where there's only two, maybe three ranges of the of them. Okay, so, well, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, well, we, you know, we have three different climes or climates and biomes in the state, so. We That's have the true. eastern part, which is all like wooded thicket. We have the central part, which is plains, and then we have the high plains in Yano Estacado in the western part. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I got a degree in this shit. Come on now, pull your head out of your ass. Touche. <laughs> all right, do, do we want to move on to the last story? Yeah, let's move on to what I think is another big scary. I think the first story was big scary, and I think this is big scary. I mean, the, actually, the trans story is also big. There, It's three big scaries and a, it's a wowee. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry for everyone involved story. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is not good. No, this one's like real. I almost, like I said, made the whole episode about this. But as I was doing, like, preliminary research, I was like, man, this depresses me a lot. Which uh, is so, yeah. We are talking about uh, the allegations involving the Southern Baptist Convention and all the sexual abuse allegations. And, yeah. Boy, howdy. Really they, have, they have cast um, stones from glass houses here. Oh, yes. As you know, in America, we have three very large religious organizations. And I believe the Southern Baptist is one of those three, and then, which is why. Because otherwise, you know, we have the Catholics because they're everywhere and they're organized. And we also have the Mormons, which are oddly large and well-organized. But the Southern Baptists, for some reason, have the Southern Baptist Convention. And see, I didn't realize that they were an offshoot of the Protestants. Well, yeah, they're they're a, they're a bad they're an offshoot of the Baptists. They split. I'm pretty sure of because of the Civil War. But I mean, yeah, you could tell me that anything split because of the Civil War, and there's like a 99 percent <laughs> chance that I would believe you. Yeah, well, th these are the people who used to propagate the mistranslation or. Even if it's not a mistranslation, I don't give a shit what if it's proper translation of um, Africa and Africans being cursed by God. They propagated oh. that bullshit. Yeah. Like so that that's Cain and Abel bullshit. Yeah, it's um, not Cain. It's from, oh, one of fucking Abraham's sons which i can't remember right now but he had it's like the trans the translation is something about like having a skin darkened and nose flattened and i literally think they made it up i believe yeah. they just made it up and put it in there because some some plantation owner started feeling real bad that he owned a person when going to church yeah that's fair uh but yeah this is not good um shades of the catholic church oh stuff. I, yeah this is bad so this popped out oh two weeks ago and so the southern baptist convention is ran by a council of 80 i think it's 87 members so there's 87 of these fucking dudes just sitting around making all the decisions for the southern baptist churches 
and it appears that a segment of those men knew of a few hundred and were recording, documenting, and shifting around blame and hiding crimes of a few hundred sex offenders within their church. Oh, uh, one is against the former president of the SBC. Beautiful. So, Jesus. Gosh, and I just saw the how many, this article has how many people. I did not realize that this, it is definitely the largest Protestant domination in the United States with 14 million members. 14 million people were subjugated <laughs> to this kind of um, improper running of an organization. God. Furthermore, yeah, is... I know from independent research that 21 of the people of the 700 people on this list were from here in good old Oklahoma. One of those people worked at a church that I went to as a child. God damn. So hooray. It's technically a Norman, but it's on the other side of Lake Thunderbird. And yep. Big fun. I don't know the guy, so I'm glad about that. God. Yeah, and like we're talking about this boy being abused when he was like 12 to 15. Like that's just God damn it. Uh but you know, the whoever some some man who's having hus dinner with his husband at a restaurant in Dallas is a groomer. Well, yeah, it, it's all projection, man. It's oh yeah, no, been. it's almost it's it's wild how often like these folks get caught for doing something awful when they're yelling and reaming about this shit. Jesus Christ. Like, here's one. Here's a case where the former president, O, was reported as sexually assaulting his wife, which is a really interesting and terrifying gray area of the law. Oh, and, no. From what I read, it was the pastor's wife. Oh, he assaulted a pastor's wife. Okay. And that's equally terrifying, but different yeah. circumstances. Not good in any way. But I say different circumstances. It's almost like I'm being like, oh, a monster. Exactly. And like, it's just, just talks about all the stonewalling and stuff that like they've used to, you know, try to block all this. And it's like, yeah, that that makes sense. Of course, they wouldn't want this shit coming out. Exactly. And it's just wild to me that this is. OK, here's the exact number is 703 abusers. With 409 being directly affiliated with the Southern Baptist Conference Council. So 409 are directly affiliated with the 86-member trustees of the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's a big that's, number. Yeah, that's a huge number. That's a leadership problem. If there are 409 people who have committed some sort of sexual crime involved, and that's just sexual crimes. Not all the other yeah. crimes. Like, you know there's embezzlement somewhere in here, and 
other weird shit. I know. God, no, I mean... Yeah, it's just, like, all projection. It's... Yeah. God, this is really bad and really sad, and that means a lot more people have been harassed, abused. Oh, um, yeah, because these are the people who are just coming forward. Right? Oh, yeah. Not all the people who don't want to destroy their church because they like everyone at their church, but the pastor did a really bad thing, and they never want to talk about it. Because, you know, yeah. there's tons of people who are probably like that, where some boy or some woman was, or girl, had something really bad happen to them, and they're just like, but the pastor or the deacon, <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, no, it's, um, goddamn, really not good. Yeah, no, it's just shades of Catholic shit, but arguably well, I don't know if it's I don't I don't know. That's comparing I, I don't think better or worse. <laughs> yeah, no, comparing's bad. I I retract what I was going to say. Yeah, we're just saying this is a different scale. This is a different yeah. scale confined to one geographical area. Yeah. And that like, geographical area just happens to be half of the United States. Uh, what is the world coming to? Well, you know, arguably, this is what it's always been. Like, I would honestly say that one of the only good things about the internet is that because the internet and the ability to refer reporters to get shit out really quick and on a wide net, we now know about all the awful shit that people in power have. I feel like this is just what happens with people in power because a certain segment of the population that wants power wants power to abuse power. I think it's the exact same reason why you have problems with the police, why you have so many like, oh, preachers and priests doing bad things or politicians doing really bad things because it's kind of a sociopath who wants those jobs. No, I fully agree. Like, like you have yeah. to be a special kind of crazy to like seek out this kind of power and like you have to be evil to, you know, use it to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know about you. I don't even like telling people what to do at work when I know I need to tell them what to do. Yeah. I'll do it, but I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it is you're an adult. And that's it. You're an adult. Like, it'll be fine. Or that sounds mm -hmm. like a good idea. No, it's... You're an adult. You made a good decision. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And you got to figure, like, this has been going on much longer than this is letting on, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. The, you know it has. This has probably been going on since they split from the Baptist church. The split was by Southern Baptists who split from the Northern Baptists over the issue of African-American enslavement citing biblical texts. Cool. Yeah, that's... Man, if you base your religion off owning people, probably not good. Oh, I know. Like, I know the Bible talks about, like, slavery and owning people and the rules for owning people. But, like, it doesn't talk about it enough to justify your whole faith on it. And it definitely, I'm quite sure there are rules in Jubilee and the idea of Jubilee of letting slaves go after a certain amount of time and other weird rules of malmunition 
Like it wasn't, it was not a permanent institution. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's what's so like peculiar and disgusting about like American and Brazilian like slavery is that it became a permanent class and institution, which is like very brutal and insane and can only really be remotely compared to, um, to maybe serfdom in Russia. The serfdom in Russia was also batshit insane sounding. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can see that. God, yeah, this has been a depressing and weird episode, my dude. Yeah, this is why I didn't do a whole episode about this. (laughs) I thought about it. I looked into it more. It's weird. It's wild. Documents have been hidden. There's definitely like a subsect of these 86 individuals at the upper echelons of the Southern Baptist Convention who are complicit and should die in prison. Yeah, no, it's um, there needs to be some uh, uh, repercussions for this. Definitely. Wow. Like who? I mean, hey, on the bright side. Unlike other large church organizations, they can't just be shipped off to a church in Canada or a church in Guatemala. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. (laughs) This is only in America. (laughs) That is true. On that note, I think this is all we have for today. Um, Once again, we just thought we would share some illuminating stories of really weird and bad shit that's been going on in the world that have been swept under the rug because we live in really weird and bad times. Yeah. It's awful. And we promise that we'll come back soon with some fun, uplifting things, um, some fun historical shit, and probably some interviews that we have lined up, which I think are going to be a real good time. No, I agree. I'm looking forward to those for sure. Because Yeah, I'm pretty uh, excited. Yeah, we are surprisingly not ass at it i agree like man we're better than i would expect that talking with other people and asking them questions yeah i mean shit maybe we can turn this into a career just interview random jack-offs God, that would be amazing to be like what do you do for a living and i interview jack-offs and put it on the internet no big <laughs> deal think of think of a non-crazy joe rogan <laughs> Uh, why would you even bring his name up, bro? Uh, because I'm doing a bad thing and I'm listening to him talk to um, someone because it's older before he went full batshit insane. And he is talking to a weird alien guy. And sometimes I like hearing weird shit about weird alien guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fault you there, dude. Yeah, just I just take everything Joe, Joe Rogan does with a grain of salt. You feel like a giant grain of salt, man. You're like yeah. your daily caloric sodium intake. <laughs> He's fucking insane. Yeah, no, he is. And oh, He's it's like, not great. He's like the dumbest guy who thinks he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who's not a dumb guy who thinks he's brilliant? Shoot. You. Why don't you oh. uh, plug your stuff, dog? Oh, Okay. Well, I've been Whiskey. You can find me at Whiskey is a Devil on Twitter. And 
we together collectively have been broadcasting from I'm not going to say beautiful. Oh, and we'll put this in too because um I don't know about you, but I am greatly looking forward to the inevitable clash that is going to happen in the women's softball tournament, which is winding down and looks like it might be a national championship that is bedlam. So, huh. We are one win away from OU and one win away from OSU going head-to-head in the National Women's Softball Tournament for the championship in beautiful Oklahoma City. That, oh, it's Oklahoma versus everybody. Uh, Yeah, this is Oklahoma on Oklahoma violence if this happens. (laughs) You know, like, honestly, like, I'd be cool with the Cowgirls winning it. Like, they're not going to. I don't believe it. Have you seen in the soft the OU oh, softball? No. OU softball, they're a fucking machine. Like, they oh, they're are, a machine, and this they year are... they're better than normal. They have a woman who like broke the record for the most home runs in women's softball. Yeah, no, she destroyed it. She hit like because the she's record not... was ninety nine by Lauren Chamberlain, and then she's like got like one sixteen. Yeah, that's her career. She's done thirty just this season. God, yeah, it's Jocelyn Allo, isn't it? Uh, I don't remember which, because I've seen a lot of their names recently. I think it is Jocelyn, but no, yeah, yeah she's fucking All badass. Is, yeah, this woman's just murdering people, like, left and right. Oh, yeah, and, no. Like, man, kudos to those gals, because this is, they are steamrolled. They beat teams that people really had money on winning. Like, Florida, they crushed. <laughs> I guess they, I don't know if it was them. I know the men are still in baseball, too, right now, which is kind of, Interesting, because I feel like we're surprisingly good. Yeah, we usually don't go this far. No, they're um, they're playing tomorrow. They lost tonight against Florida, and they're playing the next game tomorrow to advance. But yeah, no, like, dude, shout out OU softball. Like, I mean, arguably, it's one of the greatest sports organizations. OU softball in sports, like not not just. Any sport, sports, they're that good. Just dominant. Like, it's like, I feel like they're more dominant than, like, Alabama in football. They're way more dominant. They're like the 1950s Yankees. Yeah. No, like. Because they literally every few years win. No, it's just absolute insanity. Like, we are a softball, or OU, we, OU is a softball school. I don't go to OU. Well, my alma mater is a softball school where these girls go, they chew bubblegum, and they crush your fucking ass. Yeah, they're all out of bubblegum. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but where where have uh, the OU softball broadcast, or where have the OU softball girls <laughs> been broadcasting from? Um, they have been broadcasting their ass whoopings from, I'm not exactly sure, but they originate from <laughs> lands that were previously owned by the Kickapoo, Osage. Kiowa, Wichita, and Quapaw tribes. And, uh, yeah, I've been Bravo. Uh, you can find me at, at NotBravoDelta on the Twitter. You can find the show at, at YoWhatTheHellPD on Twitter. Email us. Tell us how much you love or hate OU softball uh, at YoWhatTheHellPod at gmail.com. Uh, it would be great to get some feedback. Real cool. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Singewavern for our logo. Good people. We need to have him on. Uh, and a special shout out to Toasty Producer, who was on last week. Uh, he, that was a proof of life. He's not dead. 
Um, <laughs> he's not Shelly Miscavige. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. He is not Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Vallecon Dios and Alexa play Boomer sooner. That's a good rap. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I don't want to say anything after you said play bloomer sooner because that, that <laughs> might work for some some unfortunate soul. I know. 